Your level of clarity will determine your level of success, period. As long as there's any ounce of vagary in what you're doing, you will not succeed. That little number is from Tom Bilyeu, founder and host of Impact Theory, and it's part of a triple threat conversation you're about to hear between himself, Kevian Sturdivant, and Rob Deerdeck on the podcast Short Story Long with host Chris Pfaff, otherwise known as Drama. Lean in on this one as these guys teach a masterclass on what it takes to gain the clarity you need to succeed and win, how the lies you tell yourself are stopping you from getting what you want, and why choosing your path over just looking for it is essential for taking action. It's Tracy. Thanks for being here. And welcome to another replay of the day on this episode of Invisible You, a podcast for women over 40 living courageously. Are you tired, anxious, and stressed? Never feeling refreshed after a night of rest? Do you experience worsening eyesight and moodiness, often leading to migraines and crankiness? Not showing the same excitement with your partner in life or the bedroom? Maybe even some guilty thoughts that it's all because of you? If this sounds true, then you know what to do. Contact your doctor today because you could be suffering from the chronic disease commonly known as aging. A disease that hits 100% of the world's population. With symptoms ranging anywhere from getting old and crusty to, well, just plain crusty. But wait, there's more. Because we understand what it feels like to suffer from this near-death experience of hitting life's halfway mark. And we're here to help. Just call this number, take this pill, and follow these simple, complex instructions where you'll end up throwing in the towel and giving up on life because, honey, after listening to us, God knows we'll make it seem like it's already given up on you. And there ain't nothing you can do. If this feels familiar, it's probably because it is. The random and wide-ranging signs that can hit at midlife is written off as, well, hitting midlife. But not everything is related to the recent growth of coarse dark hairs on our chinny chin chin. Not, of course, that I would know. I heard it from a friend. Do I get the above symptoms from time to time? Yes, some more than others. And often they can be explained through our lifestyle choices as much as anything else. If I don't have a regular bedtime and keep erratic hours, well, Surprise, I'm going to be tired. If I have a lot of chaos and turmoil in my relationships, work, and life, well, crazy enough, I might get a little stressed and bitchy. And if I'm glued to my electronics all day without regular breaks, it ain't rocket science that I'm probably straining the crap out of my eyes. Low libido? Well, the whole it's me, not you, may not be true. It may just be that I need to kiss a few more frogs because my partner, he's no prince and he or she might not be doing it for me. So what's the driving force, your habits or your hormones? Well, good news, you can address both. That's the sleeping beauty of it. I literally have fairy tales on the brain lately, I swear. And okay, you don't have to identify with either, putting limitations on your idea of who you are and what you want to accomplish. You, me, we are not our challenges. You have them, I have them. 
But I sure as hell don't have to label myself based on what culture, a drug commercial, media, or my doctor might slap on me. I choose how I define myself and the meaning I give what I'm going through, regardless of circumstances, season of life, or environment. So you can see how easy it is to lump everything under that age-old label, identifying with it, yourself, and your experiences. But, and this is gonna sound out there, so bear with me, you are more than just your number. I know, mind blown. And deep down, we know that, but we, okay me, can also hide behind it, using it as an excuse for not doing the things I want to do. So obviously, it's not all rainbows and unicorns here at Casa de Bedford. I'm not perfect. It's not perfect. I still struggle with falling into that victimhood trap of that poor me mentality. And sometimes it seems like it would be so easy to, as my favorite quote of the day host, Sean Croxton would say, walk around with my umbilical cord sticking out, just looking to plug it into anyone who would whisper sweet promises of a quick fix and an easy way out. I've tried it, by the way, the hacks, how-tos, quick fixes. None of it really works other than actually doing the hard work. But I'll leave it up to you to decide what to do. Or, hmm, should I just tell you? Well, I would, but then I'd have to kill you because only you can be your own guru. So when did we start looking to these almighty powers that be, thinking someone outside ourselves has the answer we need? At what point did we stop listening to our own inner mini-me's and go, wow, I think this person can tell me how I feel? No longer standing up for what we believe, accepting whatever scraps they might try to feed. Or maybe it's what Kevion, one of the speakers in the upcoming episode, calls believing the lie. The lie that we aren't enough. That we are somehow broken or incomplete and missing something. There's just someone out there ready to fix what's inside us here. Chasing that next big thing, not out of love, but out of fear. Fear that keeps us stuck in that quiet life of desperation place. And in the words of SNL's Stuart Smalley from his show, Daily Affirmations, I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with. And I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. (laughs) So what's helped me? Honestly, throwing darts initially. Seeing what sticks and basically resonates with me. I wish I could say it was some strategic stroke of genius, but I basically tried a bunch of shit and stayed with whatever worked over the years. But this year, this has been my year of fear and putting myself out there. Consistently doing things that scare the crap out of me. Because there's honestly nothing like a day of swimming in shark-infested waters to get the blood pumping and the body ready for anything. I am telling you, I didn't do that just that, yeah, I'm sure there's nothing like it. However, I was interviewed a few weeks back, and that certainly left me with what I'm positive was a similar feeling because I was a nervous wreck, a sweat-soaked red-faced, mind-racing wreck. So much so that I actually thought about doing the whole, you are cutting out on me, but it was live and on video. So 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think they would have bought it. And I made it through. I'm still here, even after doubling down on what I fear. And now I have the confidence to keep pushing that boundary of possibility. So what are you putting off out of your own self-imposed limitations and fear? What part of your identity is stopping or preventing you from getting there? And what needs to change to pull you through? Is there something small you can do to work towards what scares and excites you? Even if it's to question or do some research on a thing you were told and then accepted as true, because maybe it's less a question of what to do and more the reason behind why you've concluded it's just not for you. As the late great Wayne Dyer would say, don't die with your music still in you. Only you are the expert on you. And a quick FYI, our clip is a few minutes longer than the average, but it's from a triple threat conversation that went two and a half hours later and was packed with so much awesomeness, it was difficult to stick with the usual amount of time. I still only went about six and a half minutes over, but believe me, it's well worth it. And at the end of the day, I think that the only rational definition of success is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. So mm. when there's no noise, there's no distractions, there's nobody to celebrate you or throw shade at you. It's just literally you thinking about you. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It doesn't matter who you are today. It only matters the person you want to become and the price you're willing to pay to get there. Like how much effort are you willing to pay to put into that? How big of a question can you ask when you say, is this possible? What is this? Mm-hmm. If it's the million dollar house, you're not going to go very far. But if it's you know something truly extraordinary and you're willing to work for it, then you can get there. So that mindset just to believe Not that you're capable of something today. To simply believe that the human animal is the ultimate adaptation machine. We are literally designed from the ground up to grow and change, period. Yeah, It's awesome. Same thing. I think the same thing is just not as cool. Uh, No, um, without a doubt. Mindset, I think it's three words. um, And I think it's the, the the biggest thing that stops people is the biggest lie that we get caught up in believing. And it's the three words that I'm not enough. You know, through whatever happened when you were a kid or, you know, you raised your hand in school and you you, you didn't get called on or you failed the test and you labeled yourself at some point. I think it's very common from the age of four to seven um, that something happens and we tell ourselves this thing. And that thing is usually I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. Something something similar to that. And I think it's being able to break through that. and realizing that it's not you're not missing anything you know you have what it takes you have the ability to achieve your goals and dreams there's not some special class that you have to take yes that will help um you know you don't have to have a certain set of parents you don't have to have a certain education it's just a belief Mm -hmm. and if you can shift your belief that i am enough i am good enough like i can do this if you can trick your mind, which is in itself a whole other topic that I'm sure we'll get into, mm-hmm. but um, what holds people back is just this idea, this make-believe story that I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I, I think creating belief is what you also have to do. I think there's the the gap between the want of success and then the understanding of what it takes to get success is, is so far from most people. And, and even learning how to... Uh, teach yourself to look at a big idea and break it down into small ideas and then break it down into actionable ideas 
uh, that become believable so that when you see it all together, like, yes, I can do that, then you're taking one step at a time. And I, I think it's just we all think like that. We all live like that. It's how we became who we are. It's second nature to how we think. And I think, you know, as much as we can, we try to preach that to people. And, and every successful person always talks about the understanding your goal in detail and being able to break it down into action and be able to get there. But that's actually like a skill that's not taught. Right. And so now, now when you're someone that has a desire to do something but has no knowledge in a place and you have this incredible passion and 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 lack of self-awareness to know how much you don't understand but you keep putting all this energy and spinning your tires more or less ba- basically embedding disbelief mm. even further into yourself you know i, I think uh, people misunderstand like look at going in you know the age old find a mentor go work in a place that you eventually want to go be a part of or whatever it is like that experience begins to create the confidence the confidence is what uh, gives you the ability to take a big risk and and create a plan to even go achieve whatever that may be. And I think it's age old. It's think and grow rich to Dale Carnegie. Like you know, it's like the age old sort of 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 principles of what it takes to actually achieve something. Most people don't take the time to build out a clear pathway and then gain confidence by slowly making their way to it. Right. So let me ask you each of this, like okay. in sort of a quick, quick version. Like, so now I've just heard that. I know that uh, that is true, and I think that I'm probably guilty. Right? I'm uh, one of the listeners. I think I'm guilty of this. I want to change. What do I do? What do I do right now? Like, how do I hit pause and make a change so that I now can get, get start gaining the right mindset? Maybe I live in Minnesota. What do I? Where do I go find? Th- you know what I mean? Like, because I think that one of the biggest I think one of the biggest problems is an education is offered to us, mm-hmm. right? And so we take it because you think that the way the world would work is you're offered this education, you take it, the better you do at it, the better you'll do in life, pretty easy. I think what everyone's learning and the reason why the Gary V's of the world and all this content is becoming so popular is because people are realizing that's not the way and the way is kind of here on the internet right. a little bit. It's as close as I've heard, right? Um, where would you steer people to go to if they want to go from spinning their wheels and nothing making sense and starting to get a little bitter to wanting to become an achiever of any type. Hold, let me just say something real quick. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're a college hater on this show pretty su- substantially. I wouldn't now, say Now look, hater. now look, and I'm, you're talking to a guy that didn't finish high school. Yeah. Uh, you know. But I, I don't want to pigeonhole education as some sort of like dead end road. There's mm-hmm. all the really gifted, smart people that have clear uh, visions for what they want to achieve. Education is this great turbo boost yeah. towards that, mm-hmm. right? I, I think the the same way that uh, there's a million and one people that listen to you and Tom that that get all fired up and don't do anything, right? It's like it's what it actually takes to turn it into to action is the super difficult part, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think whether it's going to school or going to learn a set or, or some other skill, whatever it is, that's a really 
deep lunge into creating. If you want to start a business, going and taking a business class so that you understand the fundamentals of of yep. how to even operate a business would be a great action step because running a business is incredibly dynamic and super hard. Yep. That's why you hear so many stories of people learning by fire where it's like they just get in there and they they learn through all the failure and the chaos to when they come out of that with a refined lens that finally allows them to figure it out to go on and find success. So I think any bit of action of learning what it is you want to actually achieve, you want to be in real estate. It's like really going to real estate classes and learning how it works, getting a great mentor to teach you sort of and understand what it is. But at the end of the day, that is not enough to be a successful real estate agent. You still have to go out and apply that and begin to learn the nuances of what it takes to actually close a deal. You know, What I would say is this, to your point, I don't, I think that the people that you're especially talking about that went to college and come out these like super high achievers, my argument would be they had the mindset part figured out, yeah. right? I think the people that I'm trying to look out for are the people that thought I played by the rules. I went to high school. I did well. I went to college or I didn't. I did well. And you're missing that part. And it's like, how do you steer them towards that part? How do you... I think that's the majority, and I think that's why a lot of people are frustrated is because they do get any sort of traditional education, and then things don't really pan out the way that you kind of thought it would, right? Because you're missing this part that we're talking about, right? And that's why people are taking in podcasts and taking in all this information so rapidly right now is because this looks a little bit more like the truth than what I heard in school is what I'm saying, right? So I'm just saying, like, where do you... Where do you steer people? Is it books? Is it podcasts? Is it can that even help? Is it mentorships? Is it like what is it? I think it's uh, I think it's all of it. And if you if you take a look at why is the generation now interested in books, interested in podcasts, they're not getting some certificate, right? Nothing's happening when you're listening to the podcast. But what's happening is they're having a being shift. So I think it's three things in order for somebody to take action to break through. Number one, like I said, it's realizing the lie. The lie is I'm not good enough. The lie is I can't do it. The lie is I'm a loser. The lie is I'm stupid, whatever it might be. And so because if you keep the lie and you, then you graduate and you still have the lie, you're not going to get very far. Mm-hmm. So step one is you have to recognize the lie. It's a total make-believe story, and you've got to first catch that. Mm-hmm. Step two, I believe, is developing clarity with what you really want. Because I know what it's like to work at Starbucks. I know I'm talking about opening my own coffee shop. But if I don't really take the steps to figure out, well, what city is it in? How many square feet is it? What's the name of it? What's the logo look like? What's different about our coffee? It's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I think recognize the lie, number one. Number two, develop clarity. Write that thing down. Like realize your life's a movie. You got to come up with the soundtrack, the cast, the energy, the feel, the environment. Write it down. And I think when you start to write it down and chip away at it, you realize, like, damn, maybe I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you can kickflip. All right, cool. Well, what's the difference of kickflipping and kickflipping 10 stairs? Mm-hmm. Right? You have knees, to. Knees and ankles. <laughs> you got, right? You have to be able to picture yourself doing it because I know what life looks like here, but I don't totally know here. So I can talk about it, but until I develop clarity, it's not going to happen. And then step three, I think, is just doing work. Mm -hmm. You know, once you have the, you've gotten over the story that you are enough, you have clarity, you've got some sort of plan of action, go screw up. Mm -hmm. 
and go into it knowing that a key to winning is losing miserably. Like I'm a professional loser. You know what I mean? That's why I succeed. I break through. I won't give up. And if you go into the game knowing that every single no gets me one step closer to a yes, you have that mindset. As you're experiencing defeat, you grow stronger. You know what I mean? Like we we knocked on 250,000 uh, doors in the year 2015 and we sold 100 homes. Mm-hmm. So that means 249,000 people told us to F off. Mm-hmm. It's a bad conversion rate. <laughs> it was our first full year as a team. You know what I mean? But it's the mindset that you have to have is knowing like, damn, I'm getting closer. Mm-hmm. And if you screw up and you think, well, that's it. You have to know every single no is getting me closer. I believe that three-step process, you're golden. Get over the lie, develop clarity, do work, and enjoy the process. Let me let me ask something to, to Tom and Drama unconnected to that, right? Where, you know, I think you both know my deep obsession with clarity, right? Where my entire life is tactically planned out. Now it's the chaos of executing it, right? And the, and even the skill set and the mastery involved and what it takes to achieve everything that I want is completely mapped out. And the opportunities that present themselves now are put through that filter based off of what my complete path to the end of it all for the rest of my life is, right? That's the depth of clarity. Now, Drama will push back on me, right? Of saying, like, that's too, you're, you're keeping it too tight. Like, there's, if you would have done that earlier, you wouldn't have done all the stuff that you did. I say, yeah, but it was chaotic. I would have been, you know. So I uh, know that Kevion thinks from that lens. I'd be curious if you have a definitive plan that you're executing against from, from a life plan or it's built in stages. No, I'm a psycho for clarity, and I'll. I mean, if we have to take drama out and browbeat them, I'm down for that. <laughs> um, any anybody that gives people any message other than your level of clarity will determine the level of your success. Period. And so, as long as there's any ounce of vagary in what you're doing, you you will not succeed. And the reason is this. And this is the example I always give to people when I talk about the level of specificity you have to have. So people come to me, <coughs> excuse me, all the time, and they say. Uh, you know, Tom, I want to be successful. Oh man, fantastic. In what? I want to win a gold medal. And they think that's it. They've, they've said it. I want to win a gold medal. That's success. Okay. Rad in the Olympics. Yes. In the Olympics. Wonderful. Winter or summer games, summer, great tennis or swimming, swimming. Fantastic. Which stroke? Because until you get down to exactly what event it is that you want to win the gold medal in, I don't know how to train you. And so that's where people start. I don't know if I'm supposed to give them a tennis racket or give them the speedo so they can go swimming. They're, they're that unclear when it comes down, comes down to the tactical. And since at the end of the day, this all comes down to the tactical, and you cannot get there without a freakish level of clarity that you have to be able to write it down. You have to be able to say it to somebody in a single sentence. Mm-hmm. Until you have that, you just won't know how to learn. And the learning at the end of the day is, is the, the main juice. And the one thing I will say to anybody listening to this, first and foremost, be prepared to become extraordinary. That's it. And when I hear about knocking on 250,000 doors, the first thing I think is, yeah, that's how you get good. Like if you knock on the door and don't think about why you didn't get the sale, then you're just yeah. going to knock on 250,000 won't mean anything. Yep. But if every door you get a little bit smarter, like by the 251st thousandth door, I could say that. <laughs> I'm over here. I saw that smile creeping on his face. Like, 
that number. Uh, you, you will be so wicked smart, like in terms of how to get them to hear your real message, you'll have developed your value proposition, all of that, that you're going to be able to close and get that sale. Yeah. But it's being willing to put in that work. It's having clarity of vision to know what you want. It's believing in it, having a mission, something that gives you more energy than it takes. And I cannot stress this enough. Like, Rob, you are the classic example of this. Some of the things you've done in your life are so terrifyingly difficult and physically painful <laughs> that if you didn't have some love for the intrinsic thing, you never would have kept doing it. And so people finding that thing that they like and getting over the other lie people tell themselves is, well, I could never make money doing that. Mm. And I can't tell you how many people say that about the most amazing things. Like when I was a kid, it was, oh, I could never make money at video games. Video games have made so many millionaires, some billionaires. Like it's crazy. Come on. Like mm. you dismiss it. If, you, if it's giving you more energy than it takes. It almost doesn't matter as long as you can meet your need for shelter and food. Mm -hmm. So go after that thing, build some business savvy, and then execute against it. Now, that was all high-level shit. Now I'm going to take you into the weeds. If you're driving right now, I want you to pull over because you're going to write this <laughs> shit down because it will change your life, but only if you let it. So number one, what you repeat in your head matters. Everything Kevion has been talking about here, which, by the way, is all genius, and so hopefully you're already pulled over and been taking these notes. Thanks, But man. what you repeat in your head matters, right? That lie, that story, like what you're telling yourself about yourself is everything. So you've got to take control of that. There's a guy named Dr. Daniel Amen. He talks about squishing the ants, the automatic negative thoughts. We all have them. I don't think the goal is to get rid of them. I think the goal is to recognize rapidly that you're having them Use it as a habit loop trigger to reinforce something empowering in your mind. So if you think, I can't do this, I'm not enough, do the nice, simple thing. Humans are the ultimate adaptation machine. So even if I'm not enough today, I can become enough. I can become worthy. Now, this is the hard part. To have self-worth, you have to do something that's worthy of believing in yourself. And I wish that that was a, a thing I could just give you and that, hey, just by saying you're worthy, part of you is going to call bullshit on yourself. So do something small. Do small incremental wins. I hate the gym. So what's the first thing I do in the morning? Mm -hmm. I go work out. Why? Because every rep I do past the point of not wanting to do it, I earn credibility with myself. I'm improving the story that I tell myself. And it's dead simple. It could be push-ups at the end of your bed, whatever. But do something that you don't want to do but is leading to an outcome that you want and celebrate that so that you've got the credibility. All right, the next thing that's important is become a learner. Change your identity. Right now, most people think about, am I worthy? Am I smart? Am I good? Am I right? Drop all of that and think only, am I learning? If you're willing to sit at somebody's feet, that was so brilliant what you said, Drama, about this podcast gives you the chance, the practice of sitting at somebody's feet for an hour that you admire, which most people won't allow them to admire somebody because then that makes them feel diminished and they want to feel cool. So then they don't even get that chance to look up to somebody and to ask their questions. So be the learner. That's huge. And then change your sense of self-esteem from being smart, being right, to identifying the right answer. Once you become obsessed with the right answer, regardless of who came up with it, you're going to win because you're just ferociously looking for that next thing. And then the last thing is what you say out loud matters. So what you say to yourself matters and what you say out loud matters. So when you say that you're going to do something, then congruence is going to make you act in accordance with that. So Rob has his mission. He knows exactly what he's marching towards. Now, I'm sure within your inner circle, everybody knows exactly what that is. And so you're now held to a standard to march towards it. Part of the reason that I got in front of the camera behind the mic was to say shit out loud that I'd be super embarrassed if I don't do it. And so on those days where I want to move to La Jolla, I, I say, <laughs> look, I said I was going to do it and I'm going to do it. Yeah. So those, those are the, the things. They will tactically, at a tactical level, change your life. Yeah. 
So the I question, the, like the, the question drama, the question drama <laughs> is: do, Are are you going to build a very specific life plan? Yeah, but I feel like I have one. I feel <laughs> like do, I, okay. I feel like our uh, our, our debates our debates are not on clarity necessarily. Like just straight up clarity. I do believe yeah. in clarity, and I have a recording that Kevion walked me through of all my goals for the end of. By December of 2018, and also uh, 2025 or whatever it is, of exactly what my life is going to look like at the end of 2018. Okay. Um, so I do believe in it, and I have it with the business. I think that my thing is more. I don't even remember what our debate was about. I also think that one of the issues that ties into this that I see the listener uh, having a problem with is some people also can stack the odds. You can build Mount Everest in your mind, right? So you say, well, I want to do this. Well, that's going to take this. And then I'm going to have to find someone to do this. And then I'm going to have to... And you just build this mammoth thing, this daunting goal. And I think that the part that I can't stress enough is just taking steps. And yeah. it's like it's like hiking up a hill. Like you look back and you're like, damn, I went that far? Yep. That's crazy. But you don't think every step, am I there yet? Am I there yet? Right? And it's that sort of mindset. I right. just think a lot of people here uh, building the detailed goals and putting it all into plan and build this insurmountable thing. Uh, and that's why I always try to urge people to just do something today. Like yeah. figure look, it, out the it, clearest look, you can it, and it, do something. It goes both ways. And I'll, you know, I think our argument is it, rather than you planning out your, what your vision for the podcast was going to lead to, mm -hmm. which I would argue uh, would be the, the right way to do it, right? Yeah. So, you're, so you're doing but you just jumped in yeah. and discovered it got better and let it become and, and helped create a new path, right? Yeah. There's, there's, there's even that way that matters. It's That's one of the example. things that made me so impressed was like it wasn't just like, damn, he just went for it. And then you created your own lane with it by just jumping in rather than trying to validate it in some form or another or put it to something larger, you know? And I, I think also, you know, even for someone like me, it's that self-talk and saying it out loud is, is the most important, you know? And I, yeah. I think we could all, to, all agree to that. And, and, you know, I really wanted to meditate. I start the day by just like putting a vision to all these things I want to happen and all these positive thoughts and all these positive, like it's literally 20 minutes of just putting vision to everything and changing even how I talk to myself. So then as the day begins that I'm just like charging into the day with the self-talk from the positive way, because it's so easy for the pendulum to shift the other way, which then can, can begin to pull you down. But also it, pushes away the energy that could possibly help you or pull you out versus when you're just constantly like thinking of of yourself and ideas in a positive manner that's when things tend to show up that help support that idea uh versus the the other side where the things don't show up and perpetuate the negative negative side of it but i i do really believe so much in how you actually speak to yourself and speak to others about what you want to do will play the biggest part in manifesting it Listen to the full conversation between these four men, Drama, Rob, Kevion, and Tom, in episode 100, the Superpod on the Short Story Long podcast. Links to that and all their social media are in the show notes below. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and share with someone you think might benefit. And until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>